The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Our guest is Terry Spath, CIO at Zuma Wealth. Terry, the market and companies can't really say it, but they would seem to be screaming at the Fed, you're going too far too fast, just like last year when you went too far on hold. I don't think it's unfair to say that investors are telling the Fed that they're acting, uh, uh, they're acting a little bit um, as though they're incompetent. <laughs> Hi, Brian. Hi, Rashad. Uh, thanks for having me back. Um, I think incompetent is a, it's a pretty tough word. However, I think um, the Monday morning quarterbacking that it's pretty easy to do at this stage is it's, it's pretty easy to point the finger at the Fed and to say that they've made a lot of mistakes. They were wrong a year ago. Um, we were in a very similar position in terms of um, a lot of the economic data that was out there, and they were pouring money into the U.S economy. And that's just a textbook macro econ 101. If you do that, you're going to get inflation. And there was a loud, you know, this is transitory. It's not going to get out of control. And here we are a year later, and they're going 100 miles an hour on a, on a wet road, slamming the brakes on inflation. And I think that's injecting a lot of uh, volatility. You know, it's, it's an institution that's supposed to be injecting calm um, yeah, I mean, I, I, be, I, I just could be and it's not. I, I think that we used to think of the Fed as a smoothing mechanism for the economy, cooling things when it was too hot and warming them up when they're too cold. Now they're the rod stoking the volatility. <laughs> they do seem to be. And I think that's causing um, the, I, I think that's a, a source of a lot of the problems, not just in the U.S., but at other um, central banks. They're, they're creating volatility, not reducing it. And they're and. You know, in you know, one thing in fairness to the Fed is that they're data driven, but they're looking at you know backward facing data, and they're they're not giving the sort of guidance that I think the market um, wants right now, which is that hey, that we're in a pretty unusual situation. Inflation's really hot, but when you're slamming on the brakes like this, when we have inventories like they are, um, you know, it's it's quite possible that inflation is going to come in much more quickly than is ex is expected. Mm. And I think that disconnect between the Fed and what the markets are saying is, is making a lot of investors very uncomfortable with, with what the outcome is going to be. But, well, given the rapidity of how they try to correct this by going really big with these three jumbo rate hikes that we've had, uh, of course, then raises the possibility uh, that uh, they're trying to restore credibility at the cost of perhaps a, a deeper recession that's needed, and uh, secondly, um, against this cost of actually losing their credibility, I suppose. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, every time I think the Fed's got some credibility back, it does seem like they've lost it, and I think these recent moves are certainly going to do that. If anything, the risk is that they keep tightening when they don't need to be tightening any longer, and I think, um, if anything, if we see the Fed kind of 
not take such a hawkish approach and be a little bit more um, sensitive to current conditions versus just backward looking, that could be a surprise to the upside. So we'll see in 2023. Terry, you know, when when you look at what's happening out there, 60, 40 going out the window, and I often make this sort of joke that perhaps, you know, you go 60 bonds and 40 into uh, equities the other way around, in other words. What, how are you doing in terms of your split? And it must be really very difficult to try and pick out and seek the wood from the chaff. Yes, very good question. And it's exactly what we're wrestling with with our clients. The 60-40, though, is something that I've been talking about is just it's dead. And the reason I used to say it was dead is just because the 40%, the 40%, the 40 part that goes to bonds has been um, just dead money. It's gotten even worse for bonds. It's now it's not just dead money. It's it's losing money. They're having their worst year for bonds, um, you know, since I don't even know when. It's rare, if ever, to see double-digit losses in bonds in one calendar year. But we're also seeing these huge problems um, in stocks. It's really difficult to make a bull case right now for risk on uh, because of the recency bias of so much bad news and so much um, bloodshed right now. So what we've got for clients is um, a little bit different allocation. We're putting money actually into very short-term T-bills, laddering them over Mm. the next 12 months. We can earn (laughs) mid-single-digit, low-single-digit, I should say, returns on that. And as far as we're concerned, you know, a little bit up is the new up. Flat is the new up. Not losing money Mm. is the new up in this this very short-term environment that we're in. Yeah, I think, you know, with with the looking at the Fed uh, and trying to justify what they're doing. Um, you know, they're trying to channel Volcker. Uh, but the difference between the 70s, you had a whole decade of inf- inflation. We've had it for a little more than a year now. And that's why I think some people in the market, it's not my opinion, but people, this is what you hear is that people think <clears throat> the Fed has gone too far. Uh, d- would you like to see the Fed take a more patient approach, uh, maybe to slow, like I mentioned that uh, the RBA was going to, uh, this is probably uh, the last big rate hike that they'll do, and then they'll move to like 25 basis points. That's what both traders and, and economists think. Would you like to see that from the Fed, or do you like this aggressive push? No, I don't like this aggressive push, and I'm not the only one that doesn't like this aggressive push. The Fed is being extremely hawkish, and the and the worry that markets have is that they're just going to keep being the bull in a in a china shop um, when it's not necessary anymore. We're going to see other factors that are going to pull inflation in. It doesn't need to be the the Fed, you know, ratcheting up interest rates as fast as they say they want to. We've got inventories that are piling up. That's going to, you know, to unwind those is going to help on the on the inflationary front. Um, you know, things like that are certainly going to strengthen the dollar. It's another thing that's going to kind of um, pull in inflation without the Fed's help. And so we don't need to be as aggressive on the Fed. I think the risk, in fact, if there's good news I could I could present to you and your audience, and that I believe is that, you know, that the Fed is done by the end of this year in terms of raising rates, because a lot of these other factors are going to come into play and pull in, rein in inflation, rein in demand, and they're not going to need to um, keep pushing rates up through a lot of 2023. And I think that um, shift to a dovish stance um, that perception of it, at least, will um, will serve as a bit of a, a tailwind for risk on assets. Yeah, I mean, the way that twos and tens have inverted, it just is quite. So, it's so deep that inversion at times, or it has been so deep. 
if anything's not screaming, there's going to be a recession. The point is, how much of a slowdown is the Federal Reserve really, really prepared to put up with? One part of the question. And a lot of what they've been doing seems to be posturing, too. Right. Yeah. So twos and tens inverted are, you know, the fail-safe signal recessions on the horizon if we're not already in one. And I think that the question is, is, you know, how bad of a recession? This is not a 2008, you know, financial global crisis where we could see total collapse. This is not even a 2020 COVID shut down the whole world Mm. um, economic collapse. This is a cold versus, you know, versus... COVID. And for those reasons, I don't think that the Fed needs to be as aggressive. And I think that we could be seeing a bit of an overreaction in um, both the, the bond market as well as the stock market. Terry, that's all we've got time for. But thank you so much for joining us. Terry Spath there, CIO at Assumer Wealth, getting her latest on the markets. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.